Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of your Yourself. Let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey, happy Thursday. I think this is when this is going up. Happy Thursday. Yes, or whatever day listening to this song. So, today I want to share with you a concept that I have been recently coaching a lot of my clients on, and it's something that I didn't realize was a thing until I actively started coaching on it. And then I was like, oh, this is too good to not share. So, so often we spend a ton of time trying to attract ideal clients. And, you know, even I have like a whole module in almost all of my courses and all my programs about the ideal client. And lately I have actually been shifting from the ideal client to your client profile. Um, because I want to change the language around who we are actually serving and who we actually want to support. Because the truth of the matter is, is that our ideal client may not actually be our MVP. And what I mean by MVP is your most valuable or your most viable payer. Who is most likely to pay or buy from you? That is where we need to focus our efforts and our energy. And the truth is that someone can be a good fit, right? Someone can be your dream person to work with, right? This could be your dream brand, your dream business owner, your dream business, your dream client, all of these things, right? They can be ideal on paper, right? They can be ideal in, you know, maybe where they are in life or the problem they have, right? Those, all those things can be ideal, but they may not actually be in a position to buy for many reasons, right? It doesn't, and the reason, honestly, in my opinion, it doesn't even matter. The reason why people can't buy, that has nothing to do with you and everything to do with what's going on with them. And so while they're an ideal client or an ideal buyer, I'm sorry, sorry, while they might be your ideal client, I actually question the idea of them being the perfect fit for you, right? Like, How can they be ideal if they don't want to buy, like if they're not in a position to buy? And obviously there are things that you can do to really uncover if it's, you know, a money issue, blah, blah, blah. But let's just take that out of the equation. Like, Let's just take the fact that they're not ready to buy out of the equation. If they are just a good fit on paper, but it actually doesn't move forward or progress to a client then we are speaking to the wrong person. We need to put our, our energy is best suited and best um, best spent on people that are most valuable or most viable payers, like people that are actually ready and willing to buy. So I actually started thinking about this concept, like I said, recently, because I've been coaching my clients through this, but I really had one client who came to me talking about how she got some feedback from her community and from like some peers and stuff about an offer. And she wanted to now create something and collaborate on a project with some people. And 
she was, you know, she came to me looking for some feedback. Like, I guess she wanted me to like validate the idea, but I asked her, like, I simply asked her, did this person, like, did these people in your community pay you to create it? Or do they plan to pay you, right? Like, do you have a wait list or anything for it? And she said, no. And then I said, and then I asked her, like, why was she asking me, right? Because I know that I'm not her ideal client. So I'm like, hmm, I wonder why you would ask me. Now, of course, I understand that, like, as a coach, of course, you're going to come to me for advice and feedback. That's not the point that I was making here, though. My thing is, I want to get to the root of why you feel like you should change your offer or create a whole new offer just because a couple of people gave you some advice. So long story short, we get to the point and she's like, you don't know, people just made the suggestion to her. And so she felt like because they were her peers, because they were friends of hers, and because they were a few people that were in her community, and she felt like they were dream clients, right? People that she would love to work with in the future and people that she knows she can support. She wanted to change her offer in order to support them. And at that point, I told her, no, like this is not what you should be doing. It's, and these are not the people that you should be targeting. Because at the end of the day, if they're not going to buy, you don't want to change your offer or change what you're offering, change what you're providing to serve people that aren't going to buy. Sadly, something that I see happen a lot is that 80% of our marketing efforts and our attention is spent on the peanut gallery. And I'm not trying to be mean and calling people, you know, calling people in the community a peanut gallery. But sometimes there are people in your audience that it doesn't matter what you say or do, they probably have no intention of working with you. And it's not because you're a bad person. And it's not because they don't like you, right? They like you, but they have no intention of actually investing in you. They are following thousands of people or hundreds of people, right? And they can't invest in every single person. So the truth is that you're going to have a lot of people in your audience that probably have no intention of buying for you. But a lot of times we spend a lot of our effort and our energy marketing to those people. And that's not helpful, right? That's not that's not doing you any favors. Instead, I challenge you to give 80% of your effort to your MVPs, 80% of the people that are most likely to pay. And that's a shift, right? That's a shift in your language and shifting your messaging. But when you do this, you're going to sign so many dreamy clients because these are people that actually want to pay. So something I've been talking about recently on social media is the fact that you know, if you are selling a premium, whether it's mid ticket or high ticket offer, stop doing how to content, right? Like how to content, most people that are investing in a service provider, they don't need to know how to do something. They don't want to do it, right? But instead, we spend so much time creating this how to content. Why? Because it attracts that 80%. It attracts the people that inflate our numbers on social media. It gives us more engagement, blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't actually lead to clients, right? These people are not your MVPs. They are not your most valuable payers. They are not your most viable buyers because they are not planning to buy. Like they're literally here to get the free information and dip up on you. Like that's it. And they're going to they're gonna respond to your polls. They're going to tell you all these things they need and they're still not going to buy. So you're going to create this offer or change your bomb offer for people that had no intention on buying in the first place. Nobody has time for that. Like we literally do not have time for that. So something that you have to sit down and do is you have to think to yourself first if you're getting a lot of feedback but you're not getting purchasing like people buying if you're not getting new clients if you're not getting someone say hey put me on your wait list hey i want to buy now like if you're not getting people that say that use some discernment right take a step back and ask yourself is this 
somebody that is actually going to pay, right? And if they're not somebody that's going to pay, then their opinion doesn't matter. And I said that to one of my clients and she kind of looked at me crazy and she was like, dang, that was harsh. I'm not trying to be mean, but we are business owners, right? This is a business and we can't cater all of our time, our effort and energy to people that will not buy, right? Of course we can add value. Of course, right? I add a ton of value without having to do the most, right? Without having to have pointless conversations with people that I know this is going nowhere with. And that is what I really want to like get into everyone's head is that there are people out there that they don't mean to waste your time. And I've done an episode on this about people that waste your time, but they don't, people don't mean to waste your time. It's just that sometimes people are not in a stage where they are actually the best fit. And I will say sometimes someone is, you know, what we call an ideal client, but they're not an MVP right now. Right. And that's another area where you have to use some discernment. You have to use some discernment and think to yourself, like, okay, maybe they are just, you know, maybe they are a dream client, an ideal client, but they're not at that, okay, I'm ready to pay stage. Well, that's someone that you just nurture, right? That's someone that you nurture, that you continue to engage with. You put them on your lead tracker, whatever you need to do. But it's also someone that you're not going to change and cater your offers to because of something that they may say, right? Because they're not actually a a buyer, right? They're not actually someone that is at a level and a stage where they're ready to invest. And it also means that, you know, when we're thinking about our content, we have to be mindful that we're not putting content out that continues to attract these types of people. And I know this might sound harsh, right? I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm really trying to be as loving as possible. But the truth of the matter is, is that when you create content, when you are having conversations with, with and to attract you know, people that are not quite aligned with your offer, you're, you're going to grow slower. Like you're not going to grow at the level that you want to grow. You're not going to make the sales that you want to make because you are constantly attracting the wrong type of person, right? So while they may be ideal in theory, they're not actually a a buyer, right? They're not actually someone that's going to pay. And I actually talk a lot about this inside of the Becoming CEO Lifetime Group Coaching Experience. I'm actually creating a whole like not curriculum for this, but I'm creating a whole section where I can just talk about how to actually build out who your MVP is and how you can actually find them. Because the truth of the matter is, is that it's not hard to find and to attract your MVPs. It's, it's, a, it's, it's as simple as tweaking your messaging, right? Shifting from that how-to content to the authority-driven content. Shifting from that how-to content to talking about your frameworks and your and your your unique curriculum, right? Saying what you actually mean, not attracting, you know, not attracting people that are looking for a step-by-step, but instead attracting people that are looking for a solution or a transformation and that they're willing to do the work required. Speaking to the fact that it does require work, right? I don't know if you've noticed, but Lately on the podcast, while yeah, there are a few how-to things, I really don't give step-by-step tutorials on the podcast anymore. I used to. If you go back in the archives, I used to give a step-by-step breakdown. Now, I don't do that. And it's not because I don't care for the people that, you know, need how-to content or whatever, but it's literally because I know the transformation that I'm trying to help people get. And if I speak and if I share how-to content, it's not going to help you, right? And it's not going to really show you what is possible and what my programs or my services can do for you. And so I've shifted the language, I've shifted the content. And now it's a whole vibe. I'm attracting the exact people that I want to attract, my MVPs. So 
that is all. <laughs> and this is something, like I said, I coach you through. That's going to be inside the Becoming CEO Lifetime Group. Ah! if I could talk, group coaching experience um, inside this program. This is where, like, this is my number one place, one, where you can get coached, right? I do one-on-one -on -one boxer coaching, but I'm going to be honest, I'm really picky about who I do one-on-one -on -one coaching with, not because I don't want to do one-on-one -on -one coaching, but because I don't have a ton of time. So because of that, I have to be really intentional about who I do one-on-one -on -one coaching with, and sometimes I don't have spots. So this is going to be the number one place that you can get coaching from me. And inside this program, this is where I'm going to support you in creating a sustainable business structure, right? Getting that business foundation in order so that you can, so that it's sustainable, so that you can sign one to seven new clients per month while working less than 20 hours a week. So I want you to be able to sign clients consistently. I want you to be able to consistently serve them, but I don't want you to work a ton of hours. And that's what we do inside of Becoming CEO. And the doors are about to open soon. Um, probably by the time you hear this, it's going to be opening in a couple of days, actually, which is super exciting. But until then, hop on my wait list so that you can get access to my part-time CEO email series. It's just going to be a few emails that I'm sending out where I'm going to be sharing more strategies behind the scenes in insights, things that I coach people through, I'll be sharing that in that email series to help you build a profitable, peaceful, and sustainable business and really embody your role as a CEO so that you can steward your life and your business well. So if that sounds interesting to you, and if you've been thinking about joining the Becoming CEO group coaching experience, but you haven't done so yet, hop on the wait list hop on the way it's like like let's let's have a conversation let's take this another step deeper than just listening to me talk on the podcast let's let's go to that next step and you hop on that email list and see how i live out and how i coach people through things um, my email list is always going to be a great place for you to be because honestly i send out a lot of emails but Every email is valuable. I don't send emails out just for my health, right? I don't send emails out just because I want to say I sent an email out. I'm really intentional and thoughtful about the things that I write and the things that I say. And sometimes I'll go a couple of weeks without writing an email. And other times you'll get an email from me every day. But my email list, besides here on the podcast, I really do take pride in the content that I make in both of these spaces. So definitely hop on the email list, hop on that wait list. And until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.